Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks, and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition, and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax, and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows, and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi everybody, it's Marcia, and we've got a great show. Dick Belsky is here, and I have a few little announcements to make, and then we'll let Dick, Dick has so many things going on, I don't know if an hour will even fill it off. <laughs> He's got a lot going on. All right. all right, number one, thank you all for listening to the Breast Cancer Month show that was last week, and I want to thank my guests, Delaney and Carol, and, you know, they told you everything that happened to them, and it was so informative. And uh, unfortunately, we still have so much breast cancer, and please get mammograms. If it's not this month, do another month, but just get them. And uh, there's another subject I want to – you know, I've had a lot of shows about COVID for the last year and a half, and I haven't had any lately because I was hoping by now it would be done. So I just would like to say please get your vaccines. Uh, I worked in medicine for 25 years or more than that, and I worked in a pediatric office and it's so important that the kids are going to get the shots and let your kids have the shot. Do yourself a favor because it's really important. You're, you know, I, I hear all these stories and I see a lot of people now on Facebook and people are dying of COVID. It's not over. So just wear your mask and get a shot. You know, get the vaccines, you know, and get the booster if you need one or if you can't. Some play, you know, some people aren't needing them yet. But I don't know. They're, you know, they're talking about maybe a fourth for um, maybe for autoimmune. But I think it's really important. And whatever, if, if people get a fever, if they get, a, you know, if they don't feel real well, if their arm hurts them, that's nothing. That compared to what COVID is, it it is not a joke, and it is not like the flu. So please, out there, just do yourself a favor, and everybody else, and. You know, just wear the mask. You know, I have to admit, I don't like the mask, but I wear it. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But And if anybody would like to have a discussion about COVID, let me know. I think I wasn't going to have any more shows about it, but I think we need to. So um, I'm available to talk about that at any time. So now we're going to let Dick talk because um, <laughs> he has so much. Dick, you have a lot going on. You're in New York. And, and I, so, would, I, mean, I would just – and I, I just want to say, like we were we were saying before we came yeah. uh, on the air, that uh, – yeah. Uh, on, on the vaccination, I, as I pointed yes. out to you, I'm actually getting my booster next week, so uh, which is great. So I should be good, you know. And uh, yeah. I had the uh, I had the original vaccine in in uh, the spring of this year, so uh, yes. yeah. Me so too. That's, Me I'm too. With and you. so I think it's important. Yeah, I think you know. Listen, I mean, you know, people they just a lot of people just don't even like to get vaccines, but you need to. This one is important because as we talked about before, measles, mumps, all of those things that people had in the past, polio. Kids don't get that, thank goodness, because they have vaccines and the oral polio drops that the kids get, and they're fine. 
you know, and they don't have the childhood diseases because those, you know, people that had measles and things like that, you had to be in your house with measles for like 12 days or something, and yeah, you couldn't, yeah. uh, you know, and you had to wear sunglasses or things like that, and yeah, you weren't, you couldn't yeah. do anything, and they didn't. Now the kids at least they have games and things. I don't. I, I was talking to one of my friends. I'm not sure what people did then, you know, when they had that. But I do know that chickenpox. When I worked for the pediatricians, they didn't have that vaccine, and now they have that vaccine because people don't yeah. realize people when they had chickenpox, you can get. Other, you know, you can get a virus from it or other things. So this is right. so good that we have this vaccine now. So I think, well, and the kids are going to get it soon. So I think that will help. So well, I, I you know, think and you're I, right. And, I, I, you're, and you're right. I, 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 I want to talk about me, of course. But, <laughs> but uh, the <laughs> right. other thing that I'm always struck by about this, and you know, when you think back uh, to the, to the, you know, the really dark days when uh, COVID yes. first hit in the beginning yes. of 2021, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, you know, like when it started, I guess in March of, of I'm sorry, 2020, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. and uh, and you know, at that point, I mean, nobody, none of us, really, you know, until a few a week or two earlier, nobody had even heard of COVID, didn't know what right. it was, right? And the fact that um, the fact that the medical and scientific community was able to come up with a vaccine, yeah, in the amount of time they did, yep. I, I just find yep. amazing. I don't know anything about medicine. I don't really know anything about science. But I just think that's a, a remarkable feat because by the end of the year they had a they had a vaccine for something, you know that it and it isn't like fighting something we know that's out there like cancer or something where right. you know we've been trying for years. This was from scratch, so it, right. it's. It's I mean, amazing they did a great times, job, they, you know? and all the and to yeah. be able to have the amount of vaccine that people can all get the vaccine, you know, and now with the kids getting the vaccine, because that's, I mean, these drug companies, I mean, they're pumping out vaccines, which is in incredible numbers. I mean, they really are. Yeah. So, I mean, they're all working probably double time and triple time to get all this yeah. vaccine out. So the good and in the beginning, it. it's funny because in the beginning that was the thing that everybody wanted the vaccine, and yes. uh, there wasn't enough of it. I mean, I remember originally I had a, I had like I think a two month wait to try and get a vaccine, and then I wound oh, up right. getting the the Johnson and Johnson because it became available. But yes. uh, uh, you know, in the beginning it was very very hard to get, and now obviously oh, it was very it's, hard. Uh, it's much go more online, and then all of know. everything was filled. You'd go online and go to all the pharmacies that had them or wherever. Oh, and people and then, would people would drive. Yeah. I knew people. I was you know you would drive like a hundred miles to find a place or something people were going like i'm in chicago they were going in wisconsin indiana they were going wherever they could get them and you know we went into the city to get them we're in the suburbs but i didn't care you know and i didn't care which shot i got Mm. i just was happy i got it you know and those days were very dark i thought you call them the dark days and i totally agree because they are i remember when i was having shows everybody was so i said should i have shows and then i decided to have them because everybody was feeling better about talking about it and we did end up talking about with a lot of children's authors because their kids were all home and people were home i mean you didn't have book signings i mean you you are an you are a great well, marketer we and yeah, you are, we haven't you are done out any, there. Uh, i i haven't but done you, any but you've been uh, but you have person. zoom yeah but i haven't done any in-person uh no events no. well since covid started and right. most there's been a few now i think like here Killers, in New York, I think Mystery they had one. Killer Nashville had one, didn't they? They had one. People they were there. did, but I didn't yeah. go, and a lot of other people didn't go because we were concerned, and we were concerned about it. Uh, not only that, it was a group of people in a hotel, but uh, as you know, Tennessee was one of the states loaded. that had you know some loaded, bad numbers, yeah. yeah. Loaded, and the yeah. other one, of course, that uh, I canceled out of before it canceled was uh, BoucherCon in New Orleans because yeah. New Orleans was yeah. the worst. Oh, I think the, Louisiana yeah. was the yeah. worst state yeah. in the world in terms of yeah. low vaccination yeah. rates and. Uh, yeah. 
and COVID. But uh, this, this, you know, it's funny with the Zoom thing, though. Um, you know, I mean, I look, I will never ever not want to meet people in person because to me that's like the great fun. Oh, you I meet know. people, that's they what, talk about your book, they sign. But you know, there have been advantages, and you know, like I know I, I did. Because uh, oh, you the, reach more in, people, in, you reach more people. Right. There's no doubt about that. And you that. can get them anywhere. So, like in the heart yeah. of, uh, like in the beginning of COVID, and I, so I had a book that came out in. Uh, uh, May of 2020, so we were still in complete lockdown, you know, everywhere, and uh, right. um, and I had a book party with Mysterious, you know, an online Zoom book party with Mysterious yep. Bookstore in New York City, and um, I've done that with a lot of my books, and I generally will draw a pretty big crowd, because, you know, I don't know a lot of people in the media and stuff, so, you know, so if I got 75 people to a book party, that's that's considered a pretty good crowd, that's you know, a good, right, um, right. But when I did the Zoom thing, I think I got nearly 400 people because right. I was getting people from California, from you know Oregon, anywhere. I was could, on them too. Uh, I was on one of in. them too, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm in yeah. Chicago. So, I'm in Chicago. I wouldn't have been in New York. So, right. um, so look, I like I say, I think, I think the in-person thing is you know is still great. But I, you know, I think a lot of uh, just like with businesses, a lot of us. Uh, we've learned that there are advantages to Zoom. I mean, I never even heard of Zoom until COVID. I didn't, you know, yeah. I never did. Well, I also, you, know, you so. did an interview with, you know, when it was like um, animated, like, what, what was that? Oh, is you know? the one one last week, you mean? Yes, I was. Yes, yeah. It. It's called, yeah, so, yeah, that was weird. Uh, it was called, weird, but uh, it was Second kind of Life. interesting. Tell everybody, tell everybody about that. It was last week. Yeah, yeah so if you if you want to look at it, it's called, uh, it's on something called The Mystery Hour with Con Sweeney. That's C-O-N, yeah. that's his first name, Sweeney. Yeah. Um, and uh, he um, he does these in this thing, and you, most people probably have heard of this. I didn't realize it still was a thing, but it's called Second Life, and it's like where you get an avatar of yourself, and and so yeah. you're 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 talking, you're living but you're out your there. life you're as talking. a fiction, kind of a yeah, like a fictional you know avatar yeah. character. So uh, so the character's moving, it was, but it's your voice talking. Yeah. So it was he, he was interviewing me as his avatar, and I was interviewing him, and, or I was answering him. But it was my voice. But um, I will say this: I've never looked better because they take they take <laughs> they take a few. You know, I I said to the woman, uh, she said, "Well, you know, you send her a picture, and she's anything specific yeah. you want to look like." And I said, you know, sort of like Brad Pitt, and she said, well, I don't think I could do that, but I'll try. <laughs> and uh, you know, I actually look. I like so if you know. I look damn good in 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 my avatar anyway, but uh, uh, yeah, it was, it an, was interesting, an interesting it was concept. An interesting though thing. it was very interesting, I thought. You know, that yeah, that kind of and uh, yeah, and uh, uh, you know, from a technical point of view, it's a little. It was a little off-putting because I had to figure out because you know I'm not a you know kids can figure all this stuff out, but it's like you have to figure out how to how to move the character around and all that and fortunately once the interview starts you're just sitting in a chair but uh, right. uh right. it's a whole world yeah that's a whole world out there so i do a lot of interviews but this was this was a very unusual one yes. uh yes. and uh, it was just it was very recent it was i think it was last week or the week before yeah, well, I yeah. mean, we just did right. it yeah, yeah. And uh, it was uh, so it was fun, and, uh, uh, and and you you know to sort of watch yourself moving, but it's not you, you know. I know that was 
I know. But it's, a, it's an interesting concept, you know, because it's certainly not boring. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like you're watching it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's interesting when people come up with these things now. I mean, it just is different. Yeah. Everything is different. And, you know, if people say there isn't a lot, there is a lot of ways to advertise. And you seem to find a lot. You're out there a lot. You are out there more than most. I well, I, you know, you you, you wanna you wanna get you wanna get your name out there, but uh, this uh, this uh, the guy that does this, he's a uh, officer in the uh, Mystery Writers of America here in New York, and I had done a couple events where he had done the technical stuff for Mystery Writers, and so that's how he knew me, and he reached out and he said, "Would you like to do an interview?" And I and then he explained it to me, and I went, "What?" You know, and uh, <laughs> but like I said, once once you know, he knew what he was doing, and he had a, he yeah. had some people that set it up, and. Basically, they do it on Facebook Live, and then they put it on YouTube. So, but it's there, you know. So, like I say, if if anybody wants to look at it, they just go on YouTube. There's a yeah. bunch of them. Mystery Hour with Con Sweeney, with obviously with other authors too, but the most recent one, he does one a month. So, yeah, I think you know, I think all the things that people do, you know, are, are good. I mean, I haven't done YouTube yet. I mean, I know I could, but you know, I've, I've been doing these for so long, thir- like well, almost 13 years. Uh, 12 of my own in Michigan Avenue Media, but uh, it's, it's, you know, I love this, you know, and, you, you know, I'm not thrilled about being on camera, you know, I, right. I rather, I'm a writer, so basically, so I, you know, being on camera is not, but I think a lot of people are doing Zooms and they're doing that, you know, and I think it's a good thing. You know, for, if people want to do that, you know. Yeah, Vincent, like my last... You, you were on with Vincent li- Zandri. You were on with him, and now he does a YouTube channel. I mean, he's always... Yeah. Talking, you know. I wish well, I could last, do that, but I um, don't know if I can. Yeah, my last, uh, my last mi- couple of mystery book, part, mystery uh, uh, book events were, you know, like book launches and stuff. Yeah, they're on YouTube somewhere too. Yeah. You know, the balance you have to strike, obviously, is uh, between writing the books and then promoting the books. Yeah. And so that's that's a big thing with a with an author. And you know, there are, and I think you know, there are some authors who are like, oh, well, I just. Uh, I just want the craft. I'm going to write the book. I'm not going to go through all this stuff. I mean, it's less yep. and less. But, um, and then there are other people who are real good salesmen. And sometimes that can be good and sometimes it can be annoying where people are just constantly out there promoting themselves and selling. So that's a, that's a balance I try, and, uh, I try and do because, you know, I, I really enjoy the writing part more than anything else. Oh, yeah. But this, if, yeah. if you're writing yeah. and nobody's reading it, then, you know, that's you want people thing. to read it. Right, so, you know, but that, yeah. that is the thing, and that's what the problem is. I think that is a problem for writers. You know, I mean, uh, Facebook, it was better before because, like, I don't get a lot of things. I don't see I have to go looking for people that I want to see sometimes uh, I because use it a lot I don't for see it. Yeah, no, it's good for me. For, for I mean, I don't know why. It, it's like when I put something up that hits a note, I can get you know, you know, a couple hundred responses yeah. and comments and stuff. So yeah, it's, which it's, is and, good. And the you thing know, about Facebook is it's easy. You know, it's easy to use. And uh, well, that's why people. Uh, you know, and, but I, you're right. It is easier than a lot of the other things. And I put a I, I put a lot out, but I don't put, which I know you don't either. You don't put your your life story in there. You know, I just don't. I put on like my other my friends that are not authors, they're not on a lot, you know. So and I think right. I am on there not I'm on there promoting my shows and my books and I'm on there to, for other people. I share things for the people that I you know, are on my shows and but I'm not on there putting a lot of 
I don't put personal things on there. I just that's right, just me, right. you know. But people yeah. do, and I think so. Sometimes, like if on Instagram, I don't like to do that, but I think people are successful when they do it. It's just not something I want to do. You know, yeah. I wish I, you know, I'm a very outgoing person and I like to talk, but I don't like to put my family or pictures of all of that on there. You know, and I notice you don't either. I, I, don't, I don't even, I don't, you, you know, I don't even, you know, I don't normally even put pictures of like food I'm eating, you know, stuff, you know, I, oh, I, don't and, do and, I, I right. and I, and I definitely stay away from politics because uh, that, that I don't to me either. is a no-win yeah. situation. I don't either. Right. I have political views and you do, but yeah. you're basically going to annoy half the people in the audience because right. they're not going to agree with you. So, right. Uh, and there's no point. Um, I don't, I'm not here to fight with people. That's the thing. I'm not, I'm, but, here, I'm a writer, you know, I'm a you writer wanna, and you I know, podcast. I'm not interested in fighting. And, and one of the reasons that I, that I'm doing what I do, because I mean, I've, was a journalist for years and years and did a different kind of writing but one of the reasons I enjoy doing what I'm do is because it you know it is um it is fictional and it is not the real world and uh you know like like uh, one of the questions you're constantly asked these days is uh do you have you or do you plan to use covid in your books and my answer yeah. is no because right. to me the books are an escape a lot of people They're have said that, a, right. a better yeah. world you know and yes. I don't want to and I don't – well, that's another reason, too, which is if you write a book, it doesn't come out for at least a year. And right. a year from now, you know, who knows what the situation would be. Well, we better hope. But I have better hope. I'm hoping we don't yeah, still but in have my, it right in now. My, in, my, in my books, and I think in a lot of books and TV yeah. shows now, I mean, COVID isn't there because it's a fictional world. And, and so much of what, yeah. you know, we write about in our books is fictional, Um you know, one of the things yeah. that, that, that that I always find kind of funny is, um, you know, people will say to me how realistic my books are because my books, you know, like Claire Carlson books and some of my other books too, you know, are, are, are most of my books are set in like a newsroom. And I was a journalist for 40 years at NBC News, the New York Post, New York Daily News. And they'll say, oh, wow, it's so realistic. That's You really write about what a newsroom is like. But I don't, because if I wrote about what a newsroom was like, it would be really boring, you know. Um, it's a fictional newsroom, you know, just like everything is fictional. Well, Every- people, but you know what, though? People want to believe that's how it is. They want to believe it's like they're watching like the shows used to be when you would see a whole newsroom and everybody on there. They right. want that. Well, now the newsrooms are like they're dead meat because they don't see, you know, a lot of times people yeah, aren't even, even there. See- you know. But even in the heyday, I mean, you know, a new, yeah. even working on a newspaper or a TV set, it's just like any other job. You go to work some days and you're bored. You don't have yeah. you don't have anything interesting to do. You sit there and you know, you do a crossword puzzle or something. You know what right. I mean? It's like no, <laughs> right. no nothing right. is as exciting as you know. And it's just like police work. And it's you know, it's not what we do is not realistic, but we take real things and kind of fictionalize them. And well, and, and you write you write a woman very well. You know, I mean. Right. I know, I you know, a lot of men cannot. I mean, you you write a woman really in a good way. Well, you give um, her good qualities. I mean, yeah. I'm not talking about if they have issues at you know their personal life when you're writing the character. Well, they have to be. Which they have is to have good issues. how you do that. You have a lot yeah, of you backstory. You gotta have issues. But um, you have a lot of yeah. backstory. So can you talk a little bit about your backstory, like because. When you're, Which one? <laughs> well, all of the backstory that you do, because whenever you have a character, yeah. I notice that 
you're, you'll go like, oh, chapter like 30, and you'll start talking about the person, and you feel like you're right in that story because you're learning about the person. And then the next thing you know, the next chapter you're talking about what happened at the murder. But you're right. you're talking about the person and their likes and dislikes and things about them. So how important, right. I mean, that to me is something you're known well, for. Well, really important. Because you really yeah. go into that in detail. Well, well a It's not just the Number story, one. it's the person. No, well, number one, before even talking about that, uh, talking about the character, and I just, I just actually wrote a, wrote a, a piece on, about this for a for a magazine. Uh, to me, the character is the most important part of the book, more important than yes. the story. So you've got to get the character yeah. right. And um, you know, I always use the example is um, if I'm reading a book and I don't particularly like the story, but I, but I'm fascinated by the character, I'll keep reading. If yeah. it's a good, even if it's a good story, if I'm bored by the character, I probably won't keep reading. And I think a lot right. of people are like that. And, you know, the amazing thing is, is when you look back on so many, you know, popular characters that I've loved, uh, you know, over the years that I've tried to write like, like you know, like, a, like Robert Parker, Spencer, right. you know, and, yeah. and, you know, and, you know, or even like someone like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kinsey Malone by Sue, Sue Grafton. I mean, it's the character that you want. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the stories are okay, but it's like you're not reading it so much for the story. You're reading it because you love spending time with that character. So that's I, I think that that's is important. what I try and do. You know, I, I give this example, and this sounds like heres- heresy to some, you know, anybody in the mystery community because, uh, you know, not only is this person a legend, but, you know, he's a legend to me too, which is Raymond Chandler. And Raymond Chandler is the, the man who started it all yeah. for, for yeah. any of us, his first things. Right. It's like... You know, just an incredible, like amazing books. But I recently reread a bunch of not, uh, you know, some of the middle ones. You know, like the High Window and and you know, Lady in the Lake and things like that. And you know, the, the yeah. Philip Marlowe character is just like amazing, yeah. and the way he writes. The stories really are pretty. Are they're not that good? The stories, you know. But it doesn't matter because you right. don't care. You just want to be with the character. So I think that's, that's, a, I think that's I'm, a good way to look at it because I totally agree. Because when I'm writing character, if I I'm like sometimes I'll be thinking and I'm thinking of I'm watching TV, let's say, and then I go, oh, and it's something that my character all of a sudden something hits me that my character did, and then I write that down right. because I find that, and I find I work on my characters a lot. It takes me a long time, even though I'm writing novellas and things. I it takes me a long time. I have to get it right, and I don't like it when I don't get it right, you know. And right. I, I don't like it when I don't like if they do something that doesn't fit them. Because I I really think it's important that the character stays the character. Yeah, well, I have a couple of people like my agent stuff will read the book and she'll say, this is really, you know, you know, I don't think Claire would do that, you know, and I'll be, yeah, you're right. But I think, you know, one of the biggest things is that, um, is when you're writing a a character is I think the first step is, yeah, you need to like the character because if you don't like the character, probably nobody else will. So you have to feel good about the character. And I always feel... If I write about a character and I like the character, then probably there'll be other people out there that do. And, you know, there's little weird, you know, so I write this Claire Carlson series now, and you talk about writing women, and and, yeah. and, uh, and I want to get into that a little bit in the backstory. But uh, before that, I wrote a series about a male reporter uh, uh, who worked in a New York newspaper called Gil Malloy. And I did those uh, in, I think, 2014, 15, 16, or something like that. And uh, I did three books and a novella for Atria. And uh, so when I was writing the first book, I had to give the guy a name. And I gave him the name of Joe Malloy. And yeah. 
I'm writing the book, and I'm midway through the thing, and it's just the character's just not working for me. You know, like I like yeah. I don't know, like I don't find him that interesting. And I said, you know, I don't like the first name. And then I picked the name Gil for a couple of reasons because, you know, Gil's an unusual name. It's actually my middle name. It was my father's okay. name. And, it, you know, there's a lot of people I know, like, remember, like, Gil Hodges were these strong guys. So I said, I'm going to call him Gil Malloy. And the minute I changed his name, the character started just jumping out the page at me, well, you the know. Name, and, the name matters. And so, I, I yeah. am very, I'm a firm believer the name matters. I mean, I go through yeah. lists of names trying to figure out, and on occasion I've had the same name, but that person reminds me of that person in my mind. So I can't yeah. help it. Do you know what I mean? It's like I can get the character that way, which I think you, you know, what you're saying is so important because it's true. If you don't like the, the character, if you don't like their name, it doesn't right. work, but also it's also yeah. hard to change a name too sometimes. Well, well, not 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 with not with the techniques today because you know you do uh, word replace and no, I mean, but I mean, but yeah. I meant in my mind, in my mind. I know, in I know. Because it's not just the name; it's the thing. But going, because isn't going it in your mind though? Isn't it like in your mind that character's real to you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's the right change, then you sort of accept yeah, it. But yeah. the the going back to the women thing. Uh, so people always say that. Why do you write about a woman? You know what I mean? Well, a couple of reasons. But number, one, I mean, first off, I worked with a, an incredible amount of great women journalists over the years, and and you know a lot of them were really interesting. So I wanted, yeah. you know, absorbing that, and obviously, and also especially when I started writing in the beginning, like I started writing back in the seventies. My first book was like in '85. Um, you know, women had a much tougher time of it in the media than they do now. They weren't yeah. accepted. They weren't allowed to do a lot of things. So it was yeah. more interesting to write about them facing those kind of challenges. Right. You know. But um, but uh, the, the 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 first time I so I've written I've written 19 books at the moment and uh, you know that's over a lifetime <laughs> and published 19 yeah. books and about a half dozen of them have male characters and the rest all have women and um, it all started so I wrote I wrote my back around God, this would have been you know probably around 1980 or something late 70s even I I actually sat down to try and write a novel for the first time and I wrote a I started writing a novel with a male reporter character, and uh, I showed it to someone that was I was very close to, who also was sort of in the publishing business, although not mystery. And she read it, you know, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's good, it's good, but what if you made the character a woman? Wouldn't it?" And I was like, "Oh, wow, that's interesting." Yeah. So I just yeah. changed yeah. the character, and it yeah. completely changed the tone of the book. Oh, um, it does. So, yeah. so. Um, so yeah, you know, and and you know the danger, of course, is there are certain things you need to be careful of, uh, and it's not just the obvious things like you know things like clothes and things are are yeah. easy because I ask women, you know, I say, oh, what would right. someone wear, and you know, I get it, you know, I get advice, right. but I I think it's also um, a couple times I've done something, and I have a I have a woman agent, and uh, you know, she'll say, I don't think. Uh, I don't think a woman would react that way, you know, or something. And then I listen, you know, and I'll say, okay, you're right, you know. Um, and, and that's the main thing that you don't, you just, you want it, like you say, um, I write it well, but it's like you have to, yeah, you have to think that out. You don't want it to be um, from a man's point of view writing a woman. You want to kind of make it Well, you know, feel I noticed like in the, I noticed I, there was some link that went to the agency that you use as your agent, and there were mm-hmm. so many females. <laughs> And they're, and they're not, you know, I know, I look at that and go, well, it's, oh, it's, 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 it's two guys, there's I two think, guys and I there's think, like 30 women yeah. or something. 
know. Yeah, yeah I went to, it's a Spencer Hill agency. And yeah, uh, they actually, right. my, my I, agent I is named, that. Right. My went, agent oh my is, God, there's all woman, mostly women. My agent is a woman named Nalini Akitar. And, uh, yeah. and uh, so when I, 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 I hooked up with her back with uh, the first Gil Malloy book was around 2014. And I, and she said, well, we're having this event here in New York, you know, the, the agency, because they were in New York at that time, and uh, they moved to Florida, and uh, and they said, why don't you come, and I and I came, and I think I was the only male author there, yep. you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, they do a lot, but a lot of it is, yeah, so, uh, but that's Because cool, you write you know? a female hey, character. Hey, it makes me more popular, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, and I think, you know, when you write, because your characters have depth in it, you know, and you are, you've written... You know, because you use Claire around. You know, you've used her, so that's a, you know her. It's like a buddy of yours. It's like a friend. You know? it's like yeah, you already yeah. Know that well, that's person. the help of writing a series, which is you don't have yes. to create the character, but but you do have to, you, you know, to keep the character somewhere. going. Yes. But in terms of what you were talking about, in terms of flaws and you know backstory yes. rather, um, so one of the most important things you have to do when you're creating a character is. I mean, number one, you've got to have a lot of good things about the character. So in Claire's case, she's a really terrific journalist. She's honest. She's hopefully funny, smart, all these things. You've got to have all that so she's likable. But you can't have, you know, the perfect woman because, no, you know, people would be just no, annoyed. Nobody perfect. likes anybody who's perfect. No. And, um, no. and uh, no, so you have to get flaws. And in her case, her flaws are, you know, like – her personal life is a disaster. She's been married three times. Uh, uh, she 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 doesn't know how to keep her mouth shut. She gets herself in trouble. You know, there's a lot of things she does uh, that you know you look at them and people say, "Oh, I cringe when she said that." I just want to, you know, stop it, stop it. But you know, well, she's kind bold. of I think she's bold. <laughs> makes the character interesting. And I always, you know, I tell the story. Um, I've gotten to know. Uh, um, you know, a pretty pretty prominent uh, uh, mystery author, Reed Farrell Coleman, pretty well over the last few years. And I was at an event with him once, and he was – so until recently, he was writing the uh, Robert Parker, uh, Jesse, uh, Jesse Stone series. Yeah. And uh, he was saying why that was a difficult character to write. And the reason is, is because, you know – Jesse Stone is like almost the perfect guy. He's good looking, he's tough, he's honest, you know, he's everything. And on top of it is, when you read those books, you're thinking Tom Selleck, because Tom Selleck yeah. is an old Well, right, exactly, movie. right, I know. So you need to, you need to, you need to, you need to create flaws in him, you know, and yeah. I always remember that, and that's what you try and do, uh, because if you, if your character doesn't have flaws, it's not going to be a, a very, uh, you know, a very interesting character, and, and you know, when you go back to all the, like, I, I draw a lot on TV shows that I love, you know, you, you and I and uh, Vincent, yes. <laughs> and I, I know, I, 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 I do too, this. because I, right, I do, I, I know, I do and, draw that and, way too. And you look at the people like like uh, that I that I love the most, whether it be you know the Rockford from the Rockford Files yeah. or Columbo, yeah. they're yeah. all like they've got all these flaws, and and then you. But the bottom line is they're they get like, the, they're they get the job done. Good. They get the job but, done. But you know, like like I mean, that was the great thing about Rockford; he was always getting in trouble, something, you know, right. and yeah. you know, yeah. and and Columbo, of course, you know, yeah, he would, he had, you know, he, everybody thought he was just this stupid. Adult until they suddenly realized, oh my God, you know, yeah. he figured he out really the time, you right, know. right. He really isn't forgetful and, um, at all. So, so <laughs> even though he I has just, his notepad, he still knows what he's doing. 
That's his uh, charm. Yeah, and there, there was always that great moment in every Columbo where <laughs> the guy who thought he was, you know, like, you know, just yeah. paid no attention to him, thought he was just crazy. Stupid, right, and he realized, whatever. he suddenly realizes, oh, my God, this knew, guy really right, is smart. Right. And there's that look on the <laughs> right. face, you know. <laughs> right, that he could actually figure this out, right. Right, right. But um, so, yeah, when I'm writing a book, yes, yeah, so that's um, that's really um, that's really the most important thing. And then I find that the story. So I wrote it. I, you know, I went, I, this piece I just wrote is basically that if you write the great character, the story will will come along, you know, and I don't like write a story where I outline it or anything in advance. I basically figure if I have my character and I just take my character, Wherever they you know, go. yeah, and I go with them, that they'll right. take me the story that it, it runs. They usually the right do. Direction. They actually do. I mean, I know people, you know, if you're a writer, you you get that. Some people don't get that because I think you cannot write a perfect outline and stick to it because that doesn't leave your character any room for error or mistake or just to have, be a person. Well, you some know, people do. It changes. You know, I, they do, and some, I, I don't, but they do, yes. Some people do. I interviewed, uh, you know, another really, really famous and successful writer, uh, Jeffrey Deaver, so a mm-hmm. uh, big best-selling author, you know, and uh, he uh, not only outlines, his outline runs like 200 pages. It's like a book, you know. <laughs> wow, well, yeah, it is, a, it is a book, outline. actually. It is, and, yeah. and then he writes, so he spends months and months doing the outline, and then probably a lesser time, uh, doing the book, but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm the exact uh, opposite. So, uh, so let me just talk a little. Let me just tell people because you know. Yeah, a little talk bit about, about your new book. Talk about your new book. Yeah, well, and, I've got a know, bunch of them, so it's a little confusing. And I, you got a so lot. So I've actually had three. <laughs> I've actually had three books come out this year, uh, which is, which is yeah. you know amazing. Yeah, but it just yes. sort of worked out that way. But um, one is my Claire Carlson, and Claire Carlson is uh, it's called Beyond the Headlines, and it's the fourth in the series. And she's a TV journalist in New York, and, uh, uh, you know, um, I think she's fun, and, you know, so far she's gotten a lot of great reviews and acclaim and everything. Um, And that's my main series, you know, that's the one I write under my own name. But then uh, a couple years ago, I started writing a series of thrillers under a pen name for a company called Bookature in London. but they, you know, they have a big American audience, and they're mostly uh, online and audible. They do do some print, and uh, I've done four of those, and I did two that came out this year. I do you write, different, do you write differently Grave. under the name? Do you write differently? When I you hope write so. Under you know, one of the things you're concerned about is you don't want to write the same kind of book, and right. a number of people have said to me that um, the Dana Perry books, you know, you know, are different than the uh, the, the ones I write as Claire Carlson's myself. I think some of the elements are the same, you know, because I still try and, you know, have interesting characters and I try and keep it, you know, kind of moving quickly and, you know, the things that are my, hopefully my characteristics as an author. Do you feel uh, the same when you sit down and write, though? When you sit down and write, do you feel like you switch gear at all? Yeah, 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 I do. And uh, and, uh, I think the... um, yeah, I do, you know, because you're putting yourself in – so, like, the, the the two books that just came out, Her Ocean Grave and uh, um, uh, and uh, Silent Island, they're called, they're, they're completely different in the sense that my character, rather than being a journalist in New York City, which is what my, char- my Claire Carlson character is, uh, this involves a police officer, a woman police officer, in a small town on Martha's Vineyard, which I know pretty well because I've spent a lot of summers there. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so it's a different location, different 
occupation, different everything. And, uh, you know, and obviously she's got a whole different uh, backstory than Claire. And, and her, in, in the, um, well, in all the books, sometimes the backstory actually plays a role in, in, the, in the current story, too. Uh, you can't do that all the time. But, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes the, the two are, are connected. And, you know, right. like she'll be working a case for a story, and then she'll suddenly stumble upon something from her own life, and then it, it makes it more personal, like, for her, you know, to do it. So, um, right. yeah, that's, that's, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to do. But you do have to switch gears, and, you know, you've got to make sure, like, um, <laughs> you got to make sure that uh, Clara doesn't start talking like Abby. You know, they have to have they, they have to be different. You right. Know? Well, well, that's true though. That that I think that's true. You know, and because when, you know, I I used to write under a different name, uh, Max Irving, and for my screenplays, and mm-hmm. I, you know, when I did that, I was a whole different person than me. And I kind of like that, and I I toy with it back and forth, and sometimes I go, am I going to do that again? Because I think I write a different way. When I write sweeter, when I write as me, but I write more intense and more, then I can write a thriller because I did that for scripts, and I've done a lot yeah. of scripts like that, and I as another name and as a man. For me, it worked better for me, and I go back and forth that way, and some, and I'm I know that you do that. That's why it, it's interesting that you do that, that because you do have to be a different. I think for me, it was I felt like a different person, and I actually want, want to do it more because I think I rather not be me. I don't know. For me, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not any of the characters. I mean, no, you're not. not but I mean, women, I'm not, not either. But I, you know, right? You're not the character. I'm not any. I've never been any of my characters. Never. Well, That's why. Well, you know, I, I don't like. You don't get confused because every character is different. But that's why your books are good. I don't I feel think, like any of my characters are the same either because that's not a good way to be. You don't want to be the same person. But I think when you're when writing. You, I, I think when you write a character, and I think this is true of a lot of people, it's true of I think me too, you write a character a lot of times that it isn't necessarily like you, um, right. but it's it's a lot of things you'd like to be. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Robert Parker, you know, for people, most people have read the Spencer books <laughs> by Robert Parker, the wisecracking <laughs> PI. Yeah. And, um, and Robert Parker was quoted as saying once that, Spencer is the kind of guy who says all the things, all the things that everybody wants to say yeah. for like a comeback yeah. or whatever, but yeah. never does. And they think about it later. They said, "Oh, I should have done this." Yeah, Spencer right. does it at the time, you know. And 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 I think there's a lot of that too. Like when like 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 Claire does stuff, and and that I would never do. I'd probably get fired if I said some of the stuff Claire did. Yeah, but, right. That's why. You know, right. That's what I'm can, thinking. You can. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You, you can, can do uh, that. You can you can do that, and it's 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 kind of funded to create that uh, a fictional character. But you know, and again, it comes back to what I said earlier. It's like it's like you have to like the character. Now, you know, when I say you have to like the character, that's a little bit. I mean, in, in, when you're writing a series or something, you do. But you know, it's funny because it's not so much you have to like the character. I guess is you have to be fascinated by the character in some way. You yeah, know, right, even if right. the character is evil. And um, right. you know, one of the first rules you always learn. You learn all these rules about writing fiction, most of which are you know you should ignore because there are no yeah, real exactly. rules. You know, exactly. And one of them exactly. is gotta, you <laughs> throw you out the window. Gotta have the character be likable. You know, the, oh, this yeah. character is not not likable enough. And you know, one of the most incredibly successful books 
you know, of the past whatever decade or whatever, um, and and also a book I thought was terrific too is Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn. Now, yeah. if you've read Gone yeah. Girl, which is a yeah. huge bestseller, yeah. and right. and I'm you know the movie was okay, but the book was amazing. Yeah. And uh, if you read Gone Girl, uh, there are no nice characters in that book. You I know. know, they're all there are there are some. You know, there's a lot of series like that too. I you know. There's a lot of series now that there used to be nicer people, but some of the series on TV, they're not nice. I mean, they're, they're not. I mean, they're really not, you know, and, but, but they're very interesting. Yeah, you know, I like. Tr- to, I don't know. Do you ever watch? Six, do you ever watch Succession? I, I love Succession. I've seen. I I saw it originally. It's yeah, so intense. It's, it's so season, intense. But you know, I mean, it's but, you know, it's intense. But let me give you an example of that I like to think of as like taking unlikable characters and making them likable in words. And uh, that would be the, the, the Sopranos. So, I mean, yes. if you think about the <laughs> yes. Sopranos, right. Right. Yeah. it's like, I mean, you know, Tony Soprano is just this, you know, this killer. But he's fascinating to watch. But he is fascinating, but, was fascinating But he's also kind of likable. You kind of like yep. him, even though he, because he's a jerk, you know. And it's like, uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, that is like, to do that, um, it's just pretty amazing to take yes. mob guys who have no really redeeming qualities, but to make them likable um, is a, a, a you know if you can do that, that's uh, yes. you've done you've done your job. Yeah, and you know I mean and that's and because he's vulnerable because when he goes to talk to his psychiatrist, he lets yes. it out, but he fights with himself on how to be you know, and a lot has to do with his past and where he came from and what his life was like but he he is and then there's sometimes he's touching he's very touching and and he's you know lovable to some people but then to other people he's it's horrible he can do one good thing and then he does the most horrible of things yeah but you can't take your you know you could you can't you you can't take your eyes off i watched them all again i watched them all again because my husband and i watching them all again because they had the new you know um the, the kid, the, the younger the, the kid. yeah. And I think I think that one will be good if they do a series because there's a lot to go from the part they left off. Did you see that one? Did you see the newer one? I haven't. You know, one one of the issues I have, and you know, I mean, I suppose when you're younger, you do a lot more of this. But I just find, you know, I grew up in an era where you basically had, uh, you know, a couple of TV channels, and then you got HBO and a few things, yeah, and you could watch pretty much everything. And now it's it's almost impossible, you know, because there's just everything there's so on every much. level, oh my you God. know. Between so Netflix and Apple, and then just streaming and podcasts, yeah. And it's just there's so many shows people are talking about, and I'll be like, you know, now where's that again? Which one is it on? You know, and then yeah, every once in a while, you'll get into it. Um, I got into now. There's another one of of bad people who are really fascinating and on some level likable is uh, Ozark. I don't know if you watched Ozark. I love Ozark. Um, <laughs> I, have, yeah, I love so, Ozark. It's really and that's good. And another it's, one. Right. I mean, these yeah. people are just doing horrible I know, things. I know. They're now. Yeah, but they do. Uh, yeah. but you're fascinated by it, and it's I didn't really, watch that. The, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, but but again, I I just find uh, everybody's always throwing shows out at me, like, oh, did you watch that? Have you seen that? You know, and I'm like, I just you know, know can't keep up. You know. You know, I think Howard Stern was on the radio. I was listening to him in the car, and they were talking. He was talking. He goes, "It's so confusing because you want to watch. You start watching a show, and then you go, okay, and then something else comes on. You watch that, and then you forgot. You didn't see the end of yeah. the other shows because there's so. You know, I prefer. Truthfully, I prefer a movie 
than a whole series because it drives yeah, me crazy yeah. because I don't feel like watching this well, forever, you know. Well, you know, um, a short series is good. Uh, did you watch the one, uh, what was the one on HBO? It was eight episodes, uh, Mayor of uh, Easton. Um, oh, that was great. And, that was really and, good. And it was only was eight really episodes, good. so you yeah, could it watch good. it and you didn't have to really commit to it, you know, and right, it was right, good, right, but it right. all... It all, um, it all kind of, uh, it all kind of. Uh, the TV is great, though. It. You have to admit, some of these TV shows are really good. I mean, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. they've had some really good things. You know, you know, we like my husband and I. Sometimes we're watching some of the old ones, like you know, The Practice and all of those. And when right. you start watching some of those, all of the issues that they talk about are like issues now. It's so yeah. weird because yeah. it's so many years ago. Okay, that they were on, but yeah. when you really think about it, a lot hasn't changed. You know, in the fact of how people the cases. You know, you know, one of the things, and again, I'm from a different generation, and I guess you probably are too. But it's like mm. one of the things that I <laughs> sort of preferred, even though I binge watch now, is you know, most shows now, um, you know, they put the whole series up, and you just can go through all. 13 episodes at yeah. one time, you know, like they'll yeah. put up Ozark. And, and if you like the show, you do. So you then devote all this time to, you know, I mean, I did that with, you know, House of Cards when that was big. You just sit there yeah, and you watch them one, yep, one after another. Uh, yeah, I, did. Uh, yeah. I missed, like, yeah. The Sopranos was, like, you would have a to weekly. wait a week. You know, I know. And, and, I know. and that would be kind of cool, yeah. you know, and you would wait to see what happened. And then, you'd, and then at a certain time every night, and you could get it other times, but you knew that at whatever, at 9 o'clock on a Sunday night, oh, my, let's watch The Sopranos. And now it's like, um, you know, you can watch pretty much anything, anytime. And uh, look, I get that that's an advantage to a lot of people, but I, there's a part of me that I'm nostalgic for the old way, too. Well, I think the old way is kind of good in a way because, that, you know, sometimes when you see it, then you catch more, you know, then if you're binge-watching, sometimes it's like, you miss some of it. You, you might, you know, go, you know, stop it for a while, and then you go back, and then you do. But when you were watching just an hour show, you could sit there. But if you, because you look, you know, you keep sneaking and going, like, how many episodes left? Like, are there four more Yeah, episodes? no, I know, you know? I know. And, and you you're go, also you watching go, Can the, I do the, this? You know, am I going to stay up, like, three more hours? <laughs> so then yeah, and you're stop also watching it because the time at limit. the bottom, how much, how much is left, you know, there's, oh, there's 22 I minutes know. left, you know. Um <laughs> Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna switch topics. I wanna talk about, I wanna talk about your books. Okay, I wanna, yeah, no, you know, uh, talk more I wanna, about I wanna, that, you know, I wanna, I wanna say something that was pretty amazing, and I think you may have seen some of this online, but if not, because uh, you know, and I'm, I'm not, it's not a matter of me posing. It's just my, 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 I'm just kind of amazed by it all. So about a week or two ago, I was astounded to find out that I was like in the top of all the thriller sales with her ocean grove yeah, I, saw that. I saw that. Like how interesting was that uh, and i was ahead so there was a list in publishers weekly that somebody sent me I saw and that. it was apple books top 10 thrillers and i was number 8 and number That's 9 great. Was a guy named uh, some guy that uh, some guy I know who Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen King. Oh, Stephen and King. And I'm thinking myself, I am ahead of Stephen King, and it yeah, was only yeah. for like a day or two. And, and the story, the backstory behind this is, you know, not that I'm that popular. The story backstory yeah. is, is they had uh, uh, Bookature does a lot of real heavy duty promotions, and they had cut the price. Which is good because a lot still, of the companies don't do that. Well, it's, it, they had cut it to 99 cents. In fact, it is still 99 cents if anybody wants to go get it for the time being. And um, and then they had done this heavy promotion. Then it had gotten on BookPub, BookPub, and I don't never quite know how that works. And when it got on BookPub, it just went through the roof. And I sold, you know, I was actually the number one uh, 
organized wow. crime thriller on Amazon. And uh, I was like the number 16 overall. It was all happening in one day. And it was, you know, as I said, I know it was a quirk, but it was fun to be, you know, in that thing for well, just see, one that, day. Well, see, that's the thing. Okay, that's the other thing. I, I mean, it's really difficult these days because, you know, sometimes when you give your book for 99 cents or for free, then it goes up really fast, you know, and then mm. you get more attention. It's really hard to get attention when there's millions of yeah. authors out there. It is. Oh, of course. You know, I mean, how the, the regular, you know, regular people, you know, if you're not on TV and not, you know, because you know all the politicians now, everybody, they have right. books. So their books are number one, you know, and because – what kind? There's so much PR given, in, and in five minutes, what you can do if you're on a TV show is quite unbelievable, you know. And it's hard for yeah. the regular author to get, you know, something like that. So it is a big thing. I mean, sure, it really course. is. And, you know, it, maybe it doesn't last for long, but it's still a good thing because not everybody can get there at all. Yeah, and the you more, I mean? and you, like you said, yeah, and like you said, the more people that read your book, not only. Have they discovered you? But then, you know, the hope, yep. of course, is then they read your other books. And they go, oh, wait, this guy's got three other books. And that's what I do. So I'm one of those people as a reader. I'm not a particularly good sampler as a reader. I don't, like, read all these new author stuff. I, I read – there are certain authors like Michael Conley. I think he's written 45 yeah. books. I've read every yeah. one. You know, I've read every yeah. Robert Parker book. I read all yeah. the Kinsey Malone, Sue Grafton books. I used to read uh, all – I read every Agatha Christie book at one point in my life. You know, um, yeah. when I would find somebody that I like, I just read the. I read every book, um, and I don't. I don't sample that much now. I wish I would a little bit more. Now the only thing that's helped me. I'm a contributing editor for the Big Throw magazine, which is put up by International Thrillers Writers. So I get to uh, interview some authors about their books, and right. that's a good way to get to. You get to. You get to. You get to find authors you didn't necessarily know were out there, and you read them, and you go like, Oh, well, that's. Well, I think that's the other thing. See, that's the other thing that people don't realize is that, you know, the shows like Black Talk Radio and whatever, all, if people would listen to these shows, a lot of them, you know, I think years ago, you know, I think a lot of times people are so busy, so that's why it's great that they're on demand and iTunes and everything else, because you might not know of somebody, but once you read them, you go like, oh, this is a good author. I mean, it's not like there's only 10 authors in this world, you know what I mean? There's so many good authors out there. And so it gives, like, you're out there. And I think the one thing about you is it, talking to you as many times as I have, you enjoy what you do. I do, You yeah, literally yeah. enjoy it. And so I think that is so important to enjoy because not just writing is writing, but you're enjoying. You really like your characters, and you really like getting out there and talking about well, them, which is a good well, thing. Pe- yeah, people always say to me because I've written I, – I, I, I stopped being a full-time journalist in 2014 when I was at NBC News to write this series of books. And then I've written, I think, seven books since then. And a lot of people will say to me, like, oh, so you, once you left journalism, you started writing. And I'm like, no, I was writing all the time. I mean, all the years I was in journalism, I was writing books. A lot of them never got published. Uh, some of them yeah. have now because I've been able to use them in, you know, in these new books. But I, yeah. I've always enjoyed the writing process. I'm one of those people, if I wasn't... If nobody was reading the book, I'd probably still write it because I, I like yeah. uh, I like doing it. And uh, uh, to me, that is the that is the purest part of it. It's not it's not uh, you know it's not uh, you know having people but you know you know ask for your book signing and things like that. It's not even right. uh, oh look at me I'm ahead of Stephen King. For me, the the purest joy. And, and you're a writer, and I'm sure you feel the same way. It's like when you when you're writing, you you get a feeling of satisfaction out of 
out of what yeah, you do. Yeah, I can't and, imagine uh, what I would do. Like, I can't imagine what people think about. Like, I am, if I'm, like, doing something, I'm always thinking about characters or stories or things yeah, like that. Yeah. I can't imagine what I would do if I didn't have that in my brain. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I'm always thinking like that. And I think that's important in a lot of ways. But I do think you're out there a lot. And you know your website is great. I mean, did you? I think it was it redone. It's really good because I, you really have everything. You know, with all the you know what people say yeah, about your books. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I in fact I just started a newsletter too. Uh, a lot yeah, of this stuff, I like I said, is, there, is hard. Yeah. But you know, like you know, you're supposed to do it. And I find, uh, you know, in my case, I was able to hire a uh, um, a professional uh, person to set up the website. And then uh, I also was good. the same it woman helped great. me set up the newsletter. Um, and, uh, you know, in, in, you know, generally like on the website, once it's set up, I mean, you know, you can man, you know, nobody, every author I ever know says, oh, I don't spend enough time because there's so many things you could update on the website. I but know. At least you want the main thing so that when people go to the website, they, they see know your what latest book. They yeah. see where to buy it, and they find yeah. out about you. You have some pictures and bio stuff yeah. and things like that. Um, but it's uh, it's uh, yeah, all that stuff is so important these days, you know. And I remember, I know. Uh, you know, I remember when I started writing books. I mean, obviously it's before the internet, and uh, there was very little promotion. I think I used to send out postcards to people or something, you know. Yeah, there was. Um, oh, now, now there's so the, many the, things people can do. Oh my God, it's it's open. Yeah, and it's then wide there are open. people. And there are people, you know, there are people who, better than me, who, you know, in terms of the the promotion part, like who can figure out how to get thousands and thousands. I mean, I have like, you know. I don't know how they do that. I don't know how they do that. I really don't. I really do not know how they get like 20 million people to see something. I really don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Well, if you're a celebrity, obviously. Maybe celebrity, but regular people, I just don't. Well, for me, I mean, like I say, it's the balance. You know, I try yeah. and I try and write every day. I try and write in the morning, and then maybe the, yeah. later in the day, I'll try and do some of the promotional or business or social um, media stuff. Um, but I think that's the, that's the key. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to be this person who's just constantly promoting. Uh, but on the other yeah. hand, you don't want to be somebody who does nothing but write and nobody. But I think you're not constantly promoting because what you don't, what you're re- realizing is people if. People aren't scrolling all day long, so you almost have to, which is, I, I know that I have to do more. I used to do more, but I have to do more because I know that people are, when they scroll, they don't scroll all the way down. So if you miss something, you know, we don't really know who sees anything anymore. That's my feeling. Yeah, and so yeah, I think yeah. you have to keep doing it. And actually, when you watch TV, they keep doing the same commercials, whatever. I guess you just have to do that, you know, because a person doesn't always look at it the first time. They say usually three to five times or something, maybe they'll even notice it, you know. So I don't think, you know, too, that it's too much, but I think I know what you're talking about. Someone's constantly on there, but you also don't know who sees it. So it's, people are scrolling at different times, and they may yeah, not see yeah. it. We and don't know. People- there are people who like, oh, I never, I never promote myself online. I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's not cool or something. I, and then there are people who constantly promote. Like, you know, again, it, it's a balance. You know, uh, well, you have to do I, some. You have to do some. It doesn't matter who you are. You have to right. do some. I mean, there's no way you can. Do. You're not going to get anywhere. You know, and no, uh, you have and, to. Uh, and uh, and again, it's it's so much easier to promote now than it was. Um, oh my than God. it was, tw- you know, 20 years ago. But one of the things I discovered, you know, when I started doing this, the, the books again, 2014, over the last several years, and so I had to like deal with, 
you know, because I hadn't done this. I hadn't really had a book out before that since like the late 90s. And I had to deal with all the marketing and going places and having interviews with people like you on the phone and, and, yeah. and uh, you know, going to events and talking and all that stuff. And, you know, at first you're kind of like a little intimidated, but it, it's like you talked about enjoying it. I found it was fun. I found it was yeah. exhilarating. And I found yeah. it kind of made my writing easy because talking about the writing – Makes it easy sometimes to to write. So because I you don't, don't talk you know, about your I regular enjoy friends. The process. Your regular friends don't talk about this. We all do talk about this. But, you know, right. regular people don't. This isn't what they're talking about all the time. You know, and it does help to talk to other writers. You know, and you just hear different things from people. You know, and right. sometimes it, it kind of resonates in your. It says, oh, maybe I'll try that, or maybe this and that. You know, that's why when yeah. I have a show like I'm talking to you, people will talk think about the character you know and because there's a lot of people that listen to my show that are writing for the first time or you know they're trying to do better at their writing so someone like you who has done all these books and talks about the you know pros and cons and certainly of of a good character means everything you know because i think people do think if their story is just if you can't have a story that starts at the beginning and you have nothing to fill it with you know you have to have a beginning middle and end and the middle is the toughest but <laughs> it's the toughest. It's the killer. It is the killer. There's no doubt about you're, it. You're midway it through, and you're like, "How am I going to?" But everybody feels that way. I mean, I've had. I was on a panel with Hank Felipe Ryan, you know, talking yeah. about that, and she's, "Oh, I don't think I, I you know, I don't not know if I'm going to even finish the book." And then you do, and everybody you know, has it, uh, right. Yeah, right. But if I, a writer I'll be the says, one thing if about, a writer right. says, if, if somebody says to you, "It's so easy," and I do this one, two, three, this is not going to happen for most people. It doesn't. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. You just well, don't read, sit down, and it comes into a magic read, story. Uh, read, uh, read on writing by Stephen King and he talks about that and how difficult it is you know and he's is done difficult. so many novels so you know yeah, your yeah. books are on audio too yeah I like to listen to your books on audio most you of know, them are uh, yeah not all yeah, of them they're but coming. some of I'm them probably, are yeah. well, probably beyond the headlines will be on audio soon right I would assume yeah, uh, but uh, um, uh, uh, I personally am not an audible listener. I, uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, I love audible. I lose. I sort of lose concentration. I have you do? become. Yeah. I have become much, much more of a of a of a Kindle ebook reader, though, because like a lot of people, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I like the you know print kind. I still love. I have bookshelves and all that. Yeah. But I find. Uh, you know, I've really, uh, it's so, I mean, there's so much about ebooks that are, I mean, number one, there's so, you know, you push a button and you're, you're reading it like two seconds later, you know. I love it. I love um, it that way, right. Uh, and the best part is, you know, like, you know, when you travel, like if you go to a conference or something, or go on vacation, I used to take like, you know, six books with me and have to right, carry them. Right, right. Now you take your Kindle or your iPad and all the books are on there and, uh, and you know, and all this stuff too, like if you want to find something, you do a search. I mean, if you, you know, you know, it's got so many things. Yes, um, I, you know, and I, but you know, but that's what that's what the thing is. We, I still can't get Fran to read audio, listen to audio books, but honestly, I was going to mention have you listened her. To, have she you and listened I to have you, had this discussion. Yeah, have Fran, you listened uh, yeah, to audio books? Have you listened to audio books? Your own? Have you listened to your own audio book? I listen. I've listened to. I, yeah. Now, first off, I listened to. The, to, well, not the entire book, but I've listened to parts of my own books, and I because have to tell good. you, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good. thrill. I mean, the the no, audio parts are good. The voices are good. Yeah, voices there's like, good. as you know, they have like actors and actresses who do this. You know, like yes, professional I know. people. And and there it's and I've never had anything of mine made into a movie or a TV show, yeah. but um, I I think it's sort of like that. You hear it's just different. You hear somebody speaking the words that you wrote, and that's yeah. pretty cool. 
Yeah, I think it's, you know what, I, that's for me a really good experience, and that's why when I, see, because you see what I, I've seen a lot of people, they talk about, oh, this one doesn't have a comma, this one has the word, you know, they spelled this wrong or that. Mm-hmm. When you're listening to it, it's just a good story. You're listening to it. You know, you're not looking at it, oh, why did they end the chapter here or something. It just kind of flows when you're hearing it. It's a whole different experience. And yeah, the people that yeah. love well, your books happen to be, have really good narrators. You know, some yeah. I think good. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, there's no way around it, much as I love, and I love bookstores, and hopefully they'll always be around. But um, but clearly, you know, more and more people, I mean, certainly young people, you know, they, they're going to audible or e-books and things like yeah. that. And, again, um, it's it's so much Well, I think there's going to so be a paper easier. shortage. That's what they're saying. I think we were talking about that on some of my shows, that there is going to be a paper shortage, and well, they may not have as many hard copy books. Well, I'm, you know, I'm in, I, I come from the newspaper business, and that went through the whole same thing. And we were going from selling million or two million newspapers a day to yeah. uh, just a handful because they, and, you know, people are getting all their information online or the web. And that's just the way the world is. And I miss newspapers the way they used to be, too. But, um, you know, we can't. We can't change the world of what it is. We just kind of no, make the best can't. of it. And, right, uh, and I have um, all your. I have on my on the web page. I have all you know where they can find you on Facebook and Twitter and your website. And your website is really yeah. good because it's very clear and you know of your new books and everything. You know. So, what would you like to say to people at the end of the day about writing and how you feel about your new books? Because you got three. Well, three I like in a my year. books because you know, yes. like I say, I, if if you're you know beyond the headlines, her ocean, you know, is the Claire Carlson book. Corrosion Grave and uh, and uh, Silent Island are the two new uh, 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 books written under my pen name of Dana Perry, uh, and that's me. And uh, and you know if you like those, try them. Uh, also, the uh, Claire Carlson books I should point out for the next couple of days until the end of October. Uh, all three of the of the earlier Claire Carlson books before Beyond the Headlines, uh, uh, the Yesterday's News, Below the Fold, and um, the Last Scoop are right now only a dollar ninety on Kindle. They're part of some special deal. So you could get all three books for like five bucks. You know, if you really yeah, I think them. that's a good thing. Uh, you know, and I do think that's a good thing. And, you know, and I think the, I'm glad that you said that because I think it's important that people don't always have to, you know, get the book that's the latest. You, the, the authors have other books, you know, and that's, you yeah. know, if a book is five well, years old, so what? It's still a good story. Well, with a series, that's always a tricky thing. And, my, you know, my yeah. books, I like to yeah. think um, that they all work as standalones, you know, because you could read one and not have read right. the earlier books. Which, but, um, but you know, in, a, in, a, in probably the, in a, in, in the best way to read a, a series is to start with the first book and go through if you can. You don't have to, but, you know, there are going to be references in the later books that aren't going to be as probably as – significant to you as they would be if you had read you know and that's such a key part of a series because you know i've uh i just finished the fifth claire carlson book which will be out in 2022 and uh um you know you've got you've got a lot of stuff that's happened over the first four books and you've got to sort of you know uh, you know portion that out in ways that you're not 
you're not boring the reader with a lot of history, but you also got to make reference to it because it is a part of her past. So, you know, as the series goes on, you know, and, and you know, someone like Harry Bosch by Michael Conley, it really becomes, you know, you, you've got like 40 books or whatever. You have to you have to uh, make sure that uh, – and you can make mistakes really easy like that. I've, I've done one or two that uh, where, you, you know, you'll have somebody's name for somebody in the first book, some minor character, and then the character will reappear in book four. And you'll somehow get the name slightly wrong or something, and because it's it's hard to keep it's hard to keep all that. In it track, is hard you know? to keep track. I, I I think it is hard to keep track for the author. You know, I think people just think it's not, but a writer knows it's not that easy, because when you've written, you know, this, you're on your fourth or whatever, and then you you know to try to remember everything that you wrote. And, and if you get a good fan, they know that, and and that happened. They know that. I went to a book signing, and and she said, "Well, you got the name of so and so's husband wrong." Oh, and I said, oh. "No, it's right. It's here. It's all the way. That, you know, every, every, each reference is the same." And she was like, "Yeah, but in book two, you called him." Such. <laughs> I said, "I went. Oh my god! I don't God. know how people you know." And she remember those kind things. of a compliment. Compliment that she cares that great much compliment. about it. Yeah, and yeah. she's got a quite a mind to be able to think like that. I mean, yeah. to know every single you know thing, every character, and the you know. Because they're not, if they're not the main character, especially to know everybody you've listed as characters, because you have a, there's a lot of characters in your books. And and, and just you know, just the final thing about writing, you know, like when yeah. you talk about fans like that, and you know, again, I don't have like, you know, I'm not a you know like a Stephen King type, but even the fans I have, you get people who really, really, obviously, really enjoy the book, and there's nothing better as an author when somebody says, "Oh my God, I stayed up all yep. night, I couldn't put it down, the, I just I kept turning the pages, you just blew my mind." I think that is, and you never get tired. Of hearing that you know that's the ultimate and it and when they refer to your character as a person you know the name it's it's yeah. really a compliment that the yes. person yes. Is, yeah. became a person to them do you know what i mean i i, like, I had uh, i once many years ago i wrote a character and somebody at the some young woman at the publishing house began to uh, I don't know if she really believed it, but they said this is a little weird. She she thinks she's your character, you know. <laughs> she she oh, had adopted is, well, all that is things. a little weird. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, be. I don't really know what <laughs> yeah, to say a, about that. There's know? a whole book in that. <laughs> there's a new book in that. That, that sounds book. like a Stephen like King a horror book or story. Something. That's yeah, like a horror yeah. story, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, listen. But it is nice when people do refer to you, you know. And I mean, you're out there a lot. I mean, and I think that's before we leave. That's one of the important things is you're out there a lot and people are familiar with you and that's a good thing you want people to i mean yeah. you want people to know what you've done i mean well in the old days part of covid it. i i would go to oh, you know i would go to bookstores i would go to about half a dozen conferences a year and that's that was great I, hopefully we can do that again in 2020 i'm hoping yeah but that's uh, you know that's great fun and and so. i you know i would I would encourage anybody who's interested in writing, either as a writer or even as a reader, to go to as many events like that because the whole writing community, especially the mystery writing community, yeah. is yeah. such a fascinating uh, group of people. And you get to know some of the people, and you see some of the same faces, and you get to talk to them, and you get to you know you get some to of my good friends are people them, that I've you know? met online, and you know, and I mean they're actually my friends. I mean we have yeah. over the years, especially doing shows like this, I I know a lot of people that have become friend I'm friends with, and that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, so I think with all the it, everything's bad that they say about you know Facebook and whatever. But look at all the people that you've met. I mean, and none of us would have ever probably met each other or, or even known about each other as much as if we weren't through all the social media. So that part's oh, good yeah. for all, all of this, us. All this is completely, all this is uh, you know completely different than it uh, used to be. And I again, I'm 
I'm I think for it's good. a lot of it. I just don't, yeah. you know. I, I, you know, I mean, there's a lot of bad things about social media in yeah. terms of the yeah. ugliness and the hate right, and the all ugliness. that. But, um, but, uh, but, you know, there's also you're right. I mean, I have, I have, you know, I don't know, sixteen or seventeen hundred Facebook friends, and many yeah. of them I've never met, but I sort of feel like I know them, you know. Yeah, I think we met once, right? We, you and I met once at a conference. No, we I've never did. You on, no, you and I never I did. did once I, at Malice no, or no, something. No. no, I don't go anywhere. I thought I did. Oh, maybe, no, I, no, I, I do I go, I go places, but I'm not a fly. Yeah. I don't like to fly too much. But I think after yeah. this is all over, then I will. Because then I'm, yeah. I you know, I mean, I feel but, like I never liked flying, but I really want to go places. You know, I feel like now after being almost two years, we're going to be in with this, is that I would like to go places. And I do think yeah. it's true. I was, I was planning last year to start going out, too, because I haven't gone to a lot of these conferences. And there's a lot of people I would like to meet that I've never met that and, I know. And, you know. And let me just say this, you know, you know, I mean, maybe not the West Coast, but you don't have to fly either. I mean, I've driven or taken a train to a lot of them. I drove to, last few years, I drove from New York to Nashville for the Nashville thing. I've uh, taken yeah. a train to Raleigh oh, for BoucherCon. Um, uh, you know, um, I knew I knew people that drove to Dallas, you know, from New York. Yeah. You know, um, you can you can make it in a, a, a trip, you know, that you don't have to necessarily well, I think, fly. I figure this way, if I live through COVID, then I'm going to go on a plane you know i do go on planes. i go on planes yeah. it's not like i never go on a plane but i don't love it but if you if all of us let's look at it this way if we make it through covid then we can do whatever we want afterwards that's how there i you look go. at you're it you're playing with house money <laughs> right this is right, we're live it. we're live all right thank you so much and you know as thank always you. if you want to come on from whenever just just email me or text me it's fine you know all right i'm i'm always available to add a show too so don't you know cuz it's always interesting well, we'll be, with we'll you. be in we'll be in touch and uh, okay. I, you know i love doing your show and also friends Thanks. you know and i've okay. been on them both a number of times yes and, i know uh, we should all we'll do one together yeah. soon maybe i will do one again well through yeah we should we'll do another one. one together. Yeah, they'll be fun. All right, Marcia. Thank okay, you so all right, much. Thank you. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.